This is Caitlin, and this is the Half-Assed Homesteading Podcast, brought to you by the Swamp Fox Podcast Network. Welcome. Joining me, per usual, is Matt and Mike. Can I have some that whiskey, please? You couldn't have asked that before the recording? Well, you started so fast. (laughs) He told me to go. I'm sorry. Um, Welcome, guys. How are you doing? Hello. Should I say something? I was, no. Were you waiting for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Beautiful fiance. Yeah. This is your show. I know. I'm so excited just to be sitting here drinking whiskey while you do How'd you like your new intro? I think I like it. It's really hard to pick one song. Joe D. Messina. We felt like that was pretty <laughs> fitting because it talks about Carolina and California. Mm-hmm. I tried to get um, um, I mean, Sarah Evans, as who's I, my second wife. As I tried to explain in the last episode, but Matt interrupted me and I couldn't get a chance to. Oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to getting a decent guess. I'm going to go play with the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um... Yeah, hopefully everybody else will like it. If anybody else can think of a song that has to do with a woman and half-assed homesteading, I am all ears because it was really <clears throat> hard to find. Maybe we can get our buddy Tommy to make a new intro song. Maybe. He probably knows somebody who plays like a, a fiddle. Banjo or, and fiddle. And- he wouldn't be the first guy to write a song for me. I have to say. All right. Let's move on. What's going on with the chickens? Um, the, ch- <laughs> <laughs> the chickens are doing very well. That was really, like, narcissistic of me. That's very unusual of me. Um, well, you should flex it if you got it. Uh, I got it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> chicks are looking, uh, looking Yeah. Chicks so, okay. On to chickens. Um, our six... Full-grown chickens, five hens and our rooster, they are thriving and living their best life right now. Well, the hens are a little worn out. The hens are a little <laughs> wore out. Um, five hens and one rooster, he is having his way with them and yeah. often. And so it's going to be really good when we add our other 12 hens to the mix to kind of spread out his affection a little we bit. We talked about separating And give the, the girls from, a break. Can um, we tell everybody what the rooster's name is? Did we tell him that? Did I can't remember him? what we said his name was. His cockface. Okay. That's what I named him. His cockface. Because he d- is definitely... I just call him, don't you try it. How dare <laughs> Don't come near me. We call ours Richard because um, he was a dick. There you go. This rooster, our rooster, I <laughs> I cannot... If they're they're basically free range mm-hmm. and in our backyard, which is has a five-foot fence. Um and I I can't really go in the backyard without having a weapon of some sort to protect myself against the rooster. Mm-hmm. My weapon of choice has been a um, plastic, like, manure shovel. So mm-hmm. it's got, like, a big scoop on it. Yeah. I like it. Matt will get out there, like, with a stick or whatever. I like the shovel because it re- I can literally, like, scoop, scoop him, him up and toss, and him. toss him. I throw him, like, 15 or 20 feet um, down <laughs> And the shovel, I can kind of lay it down, mm-hmm. and he knows, like, okay, Yeah, he sees this. it, and he knows, like, all right, um, I can't. I'll tell you what. There are days where that rooster <clears throat> doesn't give two cents about you, and he really won't bother you. And then there are days where he is relentlessly coming after you. Yeah. I One of the times that he relentlessly came after me, I, I literally football kicked him. 
and he went flying. And that's probably the hardest and the worst I've ever had to deal with him. And it's never been that bad since. But the funny thing is, after that incident, like after the incident where like I really kicked him and he really went flying and I really asserted my dominance. After that, he left me alone. 100% left me alone for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of people say that. Like, there is nothing you can do to make a rooster nicer or anything like that. You genuinely just have to assert dominance. And it's like they forget after a while. Yeah. It's basically like he kind of forgets. (laughs) You have to remind him. I think it's just him being a rooster and he wants to be the dominant one. So he's going to test you again, despite the fact that he went through that before. He's going to try again. It's in their nature. But, um, our chickens are doing great. They're still cranking out the eggs like nobody's business. I had, um, I've talked before about like our broody, our hen that has like broody tendencies, as I call it. Um, she'll sit for a couple hours and then get up and not worry about the eggs anymore. And we so badly would love for her to fully hatch some chicks. Mm-hmm. And so I got on my little chicken group and asked them i said you know people talk all the time about how to break a hen of broodiness they don't want the hen to be Mm -hmm. broody um and that's pretty easy you just don't let her have any eggs to collect um so i kind of feel silly when i finally got the answer for how to encourage that broody behavior you're i felt silly for needing to ask because in hindsight, it seems a little obvious. Yeah. The way that you encourage the broody behavior is you give her a clutch of eggs. Yep. Well, I've and heard, um, golf balls, too. Right. Some people will put in golf balls. Some people will put in wooden eggs. ceramic yeah. eggs, whatever. <clears throat> but I kind of realized, you know, she's gone in there and sat for a little bit. But then we go in and collect the eggs. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she doesn't sit continuously because right. we take the eggs away from her. So, I grabbed a Sharpie. And I marked eight eggs and left them in there for her and collected the rest. And um, it really did at first at least seem to do the trick. She sat for way longer Mm -hmm. after I left them in there. And then also what happened was the other hens, instead of laying eggs in another nesting box, they laid eggs in that box Mm -hmm. and added to her little clutch. Um, I collected eggs today and I left the same eight in there. She wasn't sitting on them, but I'm just going to leave them in there and, and see how it goes and hope for the best. An egg can go sometime. It can go sometime without being sat on. And here's the thing. We also Uh, know that temperature we, it needs a certain temperature for a certain length of time. In that coop. It's It's a combination of the two things. You can, you can skip days though, too. You can, yes. It's it's really cool how eggs. It's really actually very neat. And then it'll Uh start back again. It really will. Well, we, I cracked an egg the other day. That's what I I was about to say. Go ahead. You experienced it. Tell them. Yeah, I was making eggs for breakfast like I do every morning. Um, and I cracked an egg and it had a half developed, but basically it was starting to develop an embryo. Yeah. Uh, it was a fertilized egg and it was attached to the albumen mm-hmm. and, uh, but it still had the yolk, mm-hmm. um, which I ate, which I don't know if that's weird or not. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ate the egg, but yeah. I just threw the rest away. I mean, you could eat that too, honestly. I mean, well, yeah. Some people do. Um, so while a lot of people out there are probably thinking, Ugh, <laughs> I was actually yeah. kind of happy to hear that mm-hmm. because that means that she has actually sat long enough mm-hmm. to begin that process. So that's a step in the right direction um, for her hatching her own little clutch of eggs. So I was, mm-hmm. I was like, great. We know that it, it everything's working as it should. Yep. Um, so that to me kind of was a, a pretty actually good sign. Um, yeah. So that's about, that's about it for the chickens. Our, one of our hens, I, I named her Ducky. I called her Ducky. I call her Ducky because, when she was little, she she made a sound that sounded more like a yeah, duck. She would quack. It was, she it was would basically weird. quack. It was really funny. So we named her Ducky, and that's what she's been ever since. And she's my favorite out of the bunch. She she has a, a unique feature where at the very tip of her tail, There's like one she has one feather that sticks up away from the rest. And she's been like this since day one. 
and there's a black spot on the very tip of that feather. <laughs> um, so she's got, she's very distinct. She's easy to spot because of that. Anyways, she, one day, she was limping. And I was like, I swear to God, if we have to put down Ducky, I am not going to be happy about this. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, he was ready. He was like, all right, I'll do it tomorrow. And I was like, hold up there, cowboy. Like, let's. What did I say about the root? Like, we we were like, how did she get hurt? Yeah. You thought she may have got a fit, uh foot caught in the fence like right. they, they kind of my theory is the still the fence, fence. she will they there's two hands especially i think it's from the rooster humping her half to death but not her foot it was her hip no, she was she was she had a full-blown really decent limp to yeah. the point where she if she had to get feet. somewhere fast she was hopping she on one fly. foot you didn't notice any bumblefoot or anything there no. was no bumblefoot i looked for bumblefoot no bumblefoot so i said okay that's when down to eat that's <laughs> when i decided we're gonna give us a couple days and see what happens it's not bumblefoot it it's not obviously mm-hmm. broken yeah. maybe it's just a sprain or something like that and i'm really glad we ended up giving it a couple days because it progressively got better and better. And I think yep. she was completely was like done and not days. limping yeah. after three days. Yeah. Um, so I was relieved for that. And It'll be interesting when you do get around to butchering, if, if there is any yeah. break or anything that you can yeah, see. Yeah, we could look. Yeah. Um, but um, these hands, they probably got another year, I think. Or uh, two. Yeah, maybe a year. They're a year old. They were a year old last month. I, I never set a date. As long as they produced. Yeah. Right. That was all about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't even feel that the need, me personally, if they stop laying eggs, I'm okay with just keeping them and letting them have, have their good little life. Them. It's really not. You can make soup. They are straight fluff. Them, yeah. They're yeah. straight fluff. Yeah. Um, they're not broilers, you know. No. But um, you could fatten them up. It sure. still isn't going to be great meat, but it's it's a good stew. Something. Bird. Yeah. Right. So. Chicken broth, we could say, it would freeze or whatever. We have tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow that I'm so excited about? The thinning of the mm-hmm. woods. Yeah. You're excited oh, yeah. about that? I'm. Well, because you want to get all the animals out of Yeah. The, I'm excited the about that because <laughs> I think it's going to look awesome. Yes. And it's actually setting up a permanent spot for all the mm-hmm. animals. And I'm really yeah. excited about that. We're going to take out any tree that is six inches or smaller. We're going to grind them Soft up. Wood. You're going to leave the hardwoods? We're taking the hardwoods too, but I'm going to leave the big ones. I'm mm-hmm. going to go with a chainsaw and cut them down and try to and get them to drag them off so mm-hmm. I can save them for um, firewood. All the softwoods are going to get mulched. Mm-hmm. They can mulch the stumps all the way down mm-hmm. to the ground. Um, all the mulch will stay on the ground. And um, <clears throat> you've got plans to take more into the raised beds, though, right? Correct. The mulch? Yes. Yeah. So that too. We're going to talk about the raised beds, okay. too. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do about two acres for now. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with two acres. Uh, we're going to stay away from the creek. I don't want to mm-hmm. go because the deer yeah. go follow the creek around the property. So I don't want to go too close. Um, and we're just, we have 300, I got a, a roll of 330 foot of fence and some T posts that we're going to pound in. And however much we can get off that fence. Is what we're going to use, and yep. all the the pigs and the chickens will go back there. We're going to put the coop, and we'll put a little um, lean to for the pigs, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to keep everybody together. And we're going to get a couple goats from the goat man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone is going to stay together until they start to not get along. And I could see probably having to separate the pigs from the goats. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Not the cooney cooney. Not cooney cooney. We'll see. Um, Which we also will talk about. But the coop setup, I think I'm really excited about. I really want a coop setup where we have basically a double coop Mm -hmm. and then one run off of one of the coops because in my, I want two flocks of birds. Mm -hmm. I want our egg layers and then I want to eventually have meat birds. And so the double coop, we can keep them separate because the meat birds develop and are ready to be processed. Six months, right? It's not a long process at all. So they can have a separate coop and a separate run and stay 
inside the coop and inside the enclosed run. And then on the other side, we can have the, the coop that's for our egg layers, and then they can be free range and in their yeah. coop. And our, our chickens um, are truly free range. We just leave the door to the coop open. They put themselves to bed. They let themselves out in the morning. They yeah. They barely even touch their food that we put up the, the in pellets. In the summertime, like, in the springtime, in the summertime, yeah, they yeah. they are not reliant on those on the laying feed they much. They chase bugs. They eat grass. They, they have a fantastic diet in the And backyard. we feed them some scraps, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like the scratch grain, of course. Yeah. But they definitely corn. eat much corn. more laying pellets in the wintertime, which is pretty standard. They need more protein and more fat in the wintertime also. Yeah. One of the big problems uh-huh. we're having is keeping the dogs from drinking their water because we leave their water out. Yeah. And the dogs will just go drink all their water. I think you're going to have more access for bugs out in the woods. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, they they're going to get out they there. They will hop over the trail. fence. Mm-hmm. Half the time they're hopping over that fence to get to like the pine trees and yeah. dig through the pine straw and whatnot. Um, so they're going to have a field day out there yeah. past the backyard, I think. And it'll be really great. It'll be open. Um, and any of the larger trees, if I take down some larger trees, we're going to leave probably. Three foot stumps, mm-hmm. and I'm going to build platforms off them for the goats. Okay, and we'll build like a little playground. You know, it'll mm-hmm. be like a park setting, but it's just for the animals. Yeah. Um, the goats for now are just for us to practice being around goats and mm-hmm. and handling goats and all that. Yeah. And then eventually, we're going to move on to larger goats that we can milk. I did a um, little bit of goat research today, and there are like close to two hundred types of goats yeah it's insane but then you have interbred you have crossbreeds of goats mm-hmm. too right you can get i think i cannot remember what kind <clears throat> we're getting we're getting Tom. the um dwarf nigerian Niger- dwarf yes i'm happy with that yeah. because i researched specifically nigerian dwarfs they're super and playful. that's the kind i want they're friendly they're fun they were originally bred as a companion animal mm-hmm. they are small. They're dwarf for a reason. They get to about two feet tall. And a, a one goat can actually give you, if you're milking her, she can give you two quarts of milk a day. And their milk is actually a higher fat content yep. and a higher protein content a great than other other goat it tastes better goat varies you know varieties and so it's yeah it's a fantastic cheese milk it's a fantastic buttermilk because of that higher protein and fat if i could eat pizza Um, with goat cheese on it every night i probably would (laughs) so i think it's i'm i'm looking for i'm a little trepidatious about goats um Uh, trepidant trepidant trepidatious Ah. trepidatious google it real quick I'm pretty sure it's trepidatious. Pause. All right, never mind. Um, Hey, we're back. back. Matt was right. (laughs) You better look that shit up. (laughs) Trepidant? That's definitely not a word. That's not a word. It's trepidatious. (laughs) That's the Now you're making me feel like trepidatious is not correct. Pretty sure trepidatious. Trep. (gasps) But no, it's it's trepidatious. Is word, baby. There we go. Go ahead and say it. Feeling trepidation, apprehensive within a couple of minutes. Oh, well. Yeah, feeling trepidation. It's been your daily vocabulary, baby. With Caitlin, it's um, on record now that I'm not always right. Oh. So are you? <laughs> this whole podcast is going to get deleted. You got some cheese plans. You got some butter plans. I, dude, I would like to. What we want to get is um, butter's easy. A nanny and a kid. So that is milking. You know, so we can only have to take. We only have to feed one goat. Yep. Because uh, goats browse, so we're gonna have yeah. to buy like a big bale of hay for the goat, and because they're not gonna eat. We, Tom walked with us back, and he's like, "Man, there's really not a lot for them to yeah. browse on back here." Um, so he said, "You just get a big bale of hay and some corn and some whatever." See, the that's true it, the, right now. The there's not a lot for them to browse Once on. Clear. Once you clear that, you are gonna yeah. have an explosion of underground. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and I plan on planting some heirloom seeds out mm. there as well. So. When it comes to the milk, cheese making is, of course, a lot more intense. Yeah. Butter? It's not that bad, it's not though, that bad, though but it's more intense easy. than butter. Allow me to quickly tell y'all how to make butter. Like goat milk, butter, whatever, you butter. just shake that shit. You, the easy way is put it in a jar and shake it, but yeah. you're going to be shaking for a while. Yeah. You can get a blender, mm-hmm. a food processor, a KitchenAid. Uh, yeah, 
bit slow. It's, it's too like slow. Food processor, it needs to be food processor or blender. Uh, it just has to be fast enough. I like a butter churn. Literally, and you're going to be there forever. Well, that's maybe, you know. You wanted the homestead lifestyle. So mix it <laughs> mix it in a food processor or blender and mm. let it go mm. for a while. Put some chives in and there. And it will start mm. to curdle up. And here, the, the 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 thing that people have trouble with when they're trying to make butter is, oh, it's going wrong and what's wrong, what's wrong? It might not be cold enough. Just keep going. Keep everything really <laughs> cold and keep going. Keep going. Keep and keep then going. when it starts to separate, you'll see the clumps and you'll see the the liquid. All you have to do is strain it through cheesecloth, strain off that liquid. It's curds and whey. Strain Mm -hmm. off that liquid. And then you have all these little clumps of what is the beginning of butter, and you actually just form those clumps Mm -hmm. together. You press it together to make a block of butter. That's it. Stick it in the fridge. Definitely going to do that. And you can salt it, of course, to taste. You can add chives to taste. You can make it fancy. But that's that's literally genuinely it. Run it in a food processor or a blender. Strain it through cheesecloth and press it together. It's so easy. Pasta with pesto. Mm -hmm. Grilled chicken breast with goat cheese on top Mm -hmm. with chives. That is one of my favorite things to eat. And... um, I haven't even had that for a long time, but man, it's such a good combination yeah. of garlic and chives and butter or cheese, chives with cheese and chicken. And I, man, it's What's so What's cool about goat cheeses is typically it's not a rennet-based yeah. uh, curdling agent. Typically yeah. it's a citric acid or a Oh, wine. that's cool. Um, I've watched videos on making cheese, but I've never attempted it myself. What about lactose intolerant people? Can they tolerate goat cheese? There's there's less lactase in in goat cheese. Yeah. Um, I've never had straight goat milk. I've tried um, it before. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I've had um, unpasteurized milk, like raw yeah, milk. Raw milk, cows. I can do. I'm you prefer intolerant. raw milk because yeah. you're lactose intolerant. I don't drink yeah. milk at I all. I can handle raw milk. It, it's only when it's pasteurized that it messes me up. It's but so weird. cheese making, I've done quite a few... Different cheeses. Mozzarella is obviously the easiest. Though. Yeah. Super easy. And you can do that with goat cheese. It's not going to be mozzarella. It's going to be goat cheese. But same it's the same process. Yeah. Um, cheesecloth is super cheap. Uh, mm. If you want to take your cheesecloth game up a notch, go hit up Sherwin-Williams. Oh. And they've got uh, these polyethylene uh, strainer, paint strainer bags. And, uh, I mean, you can boil them for a little bit if you're This into. is off topic, but you just made me think of it. Our living room curtains, do you know what they are? Here's my big um, interior Ooh, designing yeah. secret. The brulette. It's painter's drop cloth. Yeah, drop cloth. And they look so freaking good, it's not even funny. You want one of my secrets? Every time I go do a new job, I go buy more painter's drop cloth canvas, yeah. and I just stash that in the shed. I have thousands of yards of canvas. <laughs> well, I kind of need some more for my curtains because they're not done. <laughs> it's covered in stuff, but <laughs> also um, we, uh, my my buddy, a uh, former coworker, had an art store in in Florence, and we take all of our leftover canvas from the jobs because sometimes you wrap ductwork in canvas, uh-huh. and then you put something called mastic over it, which is like a it's a vapor seal, but it's kind of like paint. So he would pick up all the extra canvas. We'd make up frames, he'd stretch it, put some mastic on it, and he'd sell his painting canvas. That's so smart. Yeah. It's like a 500% return on investment on that. Right. Especially when you're not paying anything for materials. That's cool. Yeah. I know I will definitely be doing some butter. Mm -hmm. I would like to try some cheese. I think it would be fun. I will bring over some enzymes and and run it for you. I've got a fridge full of run it. It would be fun. Go nuts. I'm a big cheese fan. Mm -hmm. Especially pimento cheese from... <laughs> the catering on broad. Yeah, it's delicious. No, um, when I first moved panic. to South Carolina, the first time I tried pimento cheese, I was like, oh, I don't get it. Me neither. But the longer I've been <clears> here, the more I'm like, this this is good. Like the real, <laughs> real, like like we were talking on the last, on the Vote Matt show, Vote Matt podcast, like real pimento cheese that's made by mm-hmm. hand, especially the way that Trip makes it it's at really the paddock. Um, man, that's legit. We we mix it with uh, just the store pot garbage. We mix that with uh, cream cheese, and I throw uh, some chopped pecans kinda in there. Kind of half homemade, yeah. yeah. And uh, as like a dip, and it's pretty good. Yeah, and it's one of our holiday go tos. 
Um, talking about food. So our garden, you know, we built the raised beds. We already talked about that. We were able to get, we've gotten one ton of topsoil dropped off. Three tons. I thought it will take three tons, but we only had one dropped off. Three tons of topsoil, one ton of manure and compost. Okay. I got a half a ton of horse manure Mm -hmm. and rabbit. I got this horse, rabbit, alfalfa, you know, just Mm -hmm. scraped from the stalls. And then I got another half ton of compost and mix those together. Mm-hmm. So if you put that so green manure, four ton. if you put that green manure down along the logs and we need more logs down in there. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. if you put that real close, it's going to take up all the nitrogen and start uh-huh. the, uh, the composting process with those logs. Uh-huh. That's going to be the way to go. Top so we that with your logs. already cold compost. And then, yeah. Oh we'll, yeah. I knew we needed more logs. I, well, I covered it so that way it would hold the moisture in mm-hmm. and, and heat up. Um, so more, Okay. So when we cut tomorrow, mm-hmm. when we cut, um, I'm going to mix it with some soft and hardwood. Drag all those logs and just drop them in there. I mean, like yeah. the first board's worth at least the logs. Yeah. Cover yeah, that with manure. That's what I was trying, yeah. Cover that with dirt. Cover that with compost. Uh-huh. Plant in. Cover that with mulch. And you're in business. Cool. Yeah. So it's been a process, but it's the raised beds are slowly but surely filling mm-hmm, up yeah. so that we can plant. Well, I have the big problem is my weak ass back because <laughs> I've been hauling it all by yeah. shovel and wheelbarrow <laughs> with flat tires. <laughs> so it's like I hold, what did I do? Uh, a ton. You did about one ton. About one yeah. ton by a wheelbarrow with a flat tires on mm-hmm. it and shovel. We have since bought a new wheelbarrow. Yeah. Um, Thank you, baby, for that that really sweet relief <laughs> of flat tire hauling by room. If anybody wants to donate a tractor with a front loader <laughs> to the half-assed homestead, please hit me up. Um, <laughs> I have seeds are started and they have sprouted, which is awesome. Um, Itty bitty tip: if you get those plastic like seed cell trays mm-hmm. and they come with the lid on them. Absolutely. Leave that off. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> utilize the lid until they until poke the through. Yeah. As soon as they are poked through the surface of the dirt, take take the off. lid off and leave the lid off. Yeah. If you leave that lid on after they are sprouted, they will literally mold. Yeah. Um, so if that's ever happened to you, that's why. Yeah. Take that lid off, that leave it only off. Until the point it's of only until they sprout. And yeah. then once you've got that green showing through that dirt, you don't need it anymore. Get rid of it. Um, so I've got my little tray of seeds, um, and I'm excited about that. I did go ahead and buy some starter plants mm-hmm. just so we could go ahead and get a head start. Mm-hmm. Once the raised beds are ready to go, we can go ahead and actually put some plants in there. And then just have, you know, a yield for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we want to have, like, multiple harvests. Yeah. And I'm going to start um, the... What are they called? The whiskey just hit me. <laughs> uh, the seeds that you can harvest seeds. Heirloom seeds. Heirloom. Heirloom. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be quiet after this. But the heirloom seeds, I haven't even started to germinate yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay out, lay them out on a pan with some um, wet – what's it called? Paper towels. Paper towel. <laughs> and germinate the seeds and then I'll plant them. And um, that'll be our third harvest. Yeah. But it will also be where the goats and pigs live. And it's going to grow wild. And they'll, they'll eat it and shit yep. the seeds and it'll grow more. And um, and it's time to start planting. Yeah. we Last week, do you want to talk about the weather, babe? Or did you have that on your list? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the weather last week, today's the 7th. The weather last week dipped below. It was like 29 degrees at night. It was freezing cold at night. Literally, like below freezing. Um, And we moved our plants in the garage. The starter plants all went in the garage. But the trees stayed out. We Mm -hmm. had some trees that are not planted yet. We left them out because we want them to get hardy Mm -hmm. and and deal with the 
Um, plus, we just forgot to and I those, forgot to tell Caitlin to put them in the garage. Those trees have already had <laughs> two or three years of, yeah. of getting hardy, but yeah. it's not going to hurt anything. No. Those, those trees aren't going to die. We, and the blueberry bushes, too. We, we, we went ahead and planted an onion that had been sprouted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we left an onion in the cupboard, and I noticed it was all like- all of my onions in the house. Like, yeah. yeah. Put this thing in some dirt and manure. It's got some really long sprouts on it, and so we stuck it in a bucket, yep. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Um, so we're going to grow that. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to put that in the raised bed or in the woods. I don't know. I don't want my goats to eat onions because if we decide to get milk off of them. If, um, if it's not, if it's a major part of the diet, then yes, you'll yeah. taste milk. I mean, it's red onion. onion They're pretty strong. Yeah, but it's got to be pretty significant part of their diet. Mm. I mean, it, I'm still going to plant it on the other side. That's right. Just in case. <laughs> I mean, they're going to tear it up if you do plant it in there. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, we won't be able to harvest any onions of that motherfucker. Yeah. Not that. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, what else, what else did you get for starter plants, man? Stella. Our barn cat is out. She lives. She's taking a shit, I think. We went silent because we have a shop cat and, um, she is very elusive. (laughs) I've seen this cat literally once, um. And we just all heard a noise and froze. But anyways, um, for starter plants, I... Stella or the ghost that lives here? Yeah, it might be that ghost. No, it didn't sound like the ghost. I'm, I'm getting very familiar with our ghost. Yeah. That's a whole other um, podcast we can start. All, yeah. Let's do it. Starter plants that I bought... Yeah, what did you get? I got jalapeno, sweet pepper... Just a big, like, better boy slicing mm-hmm. tomato. Romas. And I think just, like, one cherry tomato. Yeah. Um, oh, did I get a... I got a squash and a zucchini. Um, I, and I say this. I got, like, multiple of all of mm-hmm. these. Um, that might be it. That might be it. So I stopped in at Lowe's today looking for something in particular couldn't find it and i'm kind of wondering south carolina why are there no tulips to be had down here do tulips not grow the only place that i've seen tulips is cut bouquets of tulips at target i have planted tulips myself here (laughs) um and they didn't last more than a year okay i think it's too hot for it might be it might be because we've got daffodils like crazy in the yard but I cannot find tulips to save my life down here. And I would hmm. really love to do our frontage with a thousand tulips, but I guess if they're not going to grow. Daffodils it is. Yep. <laughs> I was a big fan of tulips. I had some pretty cool crossbreeds. Uh, they back, are pretty. Back home. Um, but yeah. What else? Uh, I picked up some charcoal for my new, uh, my new smoker. And some new wood chips, but that is awesome. all that I've had going on in my half-assed homestead. <laughs> yeah. What do we have out there? We have some flowers that are sprouting. Um, <clears throat> I saw some wild lavender mm-hmm. when I was outside taking a leak. There's some wild <laughs> lavender growing. Um, we also have um, dogwood sure lavender because there's a lot of other plants that look similar to lavender down well, here that aren't it was a thin stalk that's what made me think yeah. it might not be it's lavender. not lavender i don't know what it is for sure um but yeah i've got those too um they don't taste very good is it just a weed it's some kind of weed it's not a violet we have wild violet down here yeah but um i thought about planting confederate rose here too because yeah. i just think that'd be really cool yeah. to plant and they're super pretty I'm looking forward to our uh, hurricane lilies popping back up this year whenever a hurricane decides to roll in. Mm. Big fan of those. Um, yeah, they, they pop up wild down here. Uh, what do they call them? They have a few other names down here, too. But, um, yeah, they're a real pretty lily that pops up, yeah. specifically during hurricanes. I wonder if we get them in our pond out there. They're not They're not a water plant. <laughs> no? They, uh, no, they're a... I think they're also called spider lilies. Um, a, yeah, it only shoots up when temperature and pressure drop rapidly, um, which tends to be during her Like an atmospheric drop yeah. in pressure. And, and it's that. like it's a red flower that comes up, and uh, they're pretty cool. Red? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I would like, like, I want to get 
want to get some of those um, lily pads, I thought, for mm-hmm. the pond. But mm-hmm. I just don't want them to take over. We have those little bitty small ones. Yeah. And they cover the entire surface of the pond, but they don't flower. Yeah. Um, they might flower eventually. Good All State Park yep. has gorgeous lily flowers. And they are so beautiful. And I have not taken one home with me. There are. But I wanted to give one of the beautiful you flowers. Know, you so. can't do that because that would be highly illegal. Yes. Um, there's a few other plants down here. Water. Uh, you know, uh, I obey the law at all times, right, baby? Of course. Baby? This is the first time I'm hearing about water. Uh, I'm telling you, especially when it comes to I environmental agree. laws, I don't fuck with the environment. You, that's very true. I know you don't. I don't like to fuck around. Yeah, who would do such a thing? Um, <laughs> water hyacinth is a, is another quote invasive down here. Yeah, but uh, it is tasty and uh, it uh, is great food for uh, for small fish. Um, hyssop is another one. Um, I used to mix it with my chewing tobacco, and it would kind of ease up the horrible detrimental damage I was doing to my gums. Uh, it was a neat little plant. Oh, thing. like ease the the impact of yeah. the um yeah. What is the what do they put in there that's like the minty well that's menthol. This menthol? this actually helps rebuild tissue like how uh, oh. comfrey does with, with skin uh wow. Isop does it for oral. So you could take that and like roll it up with Tobacco you've grown yeah, yourself. I, I would and chop it up and mix it. No, I, I didn't grow my own tobacco, but I would chop it up and mix it with my. Is it legal to grow your own tobacco? It is legal. Tobacco, yes. Um, yeah. A lot of people do it for the flower. Um, there are some ornamental tobacco. It's actually a beautiful plant. Yeah, there's some really pretty yeah. ornamental tobaccos. The leaves are pretty badass. I don't know. It's just a lot of effort to, to cure the leaves. Um, I would like to grow some tobacco at some point um, for consumption. Yeah, I think it would be cool. Anything you could do for yourself that you, you know, and it wouldn't have the chemicals and all that shit mm-hmm. in it. Um, um, <clears throat> you know, I think, um, well, I mean, this might have to do with homesteading that South Carolina now is debating the medical marijuana yep. um, yeah. bill. I think it passed. It went from the Senate to the House, I believe. And to the House of Representatives. And so, hopefully, they'll pass that because, I mean, damn, man. It's just way beyond time. Think of how yeah. much money if these you, old cotton farms could make yep. growing marijuana or even hemp. Even industrial hemp. And now yeah. we have certain certain people are allowed to grow industrial hemp down here. But, dude, so, it's so hard here. It is. Uh, it's not as hard as it is a weed. Weed is a weed. No, I'm not saying it's it hard to grow. Weed. It's hard to get through the, the governmental hurdles. Bullshit. Yeah. They're they're the rough. Red tape. Yeah. Um, one of the rules, if you wanna, if you wanna uh, be able to grow your own, uh, just even CBD flower down mm-hmm. here, is you have to have a purchaser lined up for it, a place yeah. to sell it, right. which is nonsense. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, man. you can't fucking sell <clears throat> a product before you grow it. Because yeah. who yeah. knows if it's even gonna grow? Yeah. Huh. I do have a friend that is, um, and we might have him on. The, maybe we'll have him on the half-assed homesteading podcast. He he is was contracted by a landowner who mm-hmm. had all of the um, licensing done through uh, DHEC and all the agencies that regulate it, which yeah. is insane the amount of yeah. regulation that covers it. But he is farming. He is actively mm-hmm. farming uh, hemp. So I, we really should get him. We on, should get him um, on. on the show. That would be a good one. Take a note, Boo, for your show. <laughs> Done. Um, we'll get him on in a week or two. Mystery hemp farmer. And and even if you're not interested in personally utilizing hemp or marijuana, um, leave leave everybody else alone. Well, that too. <laughs> but the, the seeds are amazing. Dude, chicken feed, um, dude. I mean, for re- even if you want to supplement your diet and put it in your salad yeah. or something like that, talk about like some high protein, yeah. high fiber. No, for I, real, it beats like everything. A lot of, every every pothead you talk to says, "Oh, it's all these great things." Undoubtedly, hemp seed is the most complete plant-based protein. It has the most complete protein profile out of any other plant. Um, it's an amazing plant. It really is. Hemp protein powder. You can mm-hmm. buy it from Onnit. Um, Onnit.com. They're not a sponsor, but it would be super rad if they would be a sponsor <laughs> because we'd be making some bank. Yeah. Um, but go to Onnit.com and do. they've done double-blind placebo Tests on all their products, yeah. and they have um, probably the preeminent hemp protein yeah. 
there's no psychoactive products about it. It's not going to make you test positive on your and the best part Bullshit about it is it's not it's not whey protein, which uh-huh. is horrible for you. It mess, dude. Whey it's not soy protein, which is even more horrible for you. Titties. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's all the good with none of the bad, and like it really is. It's, yeah, it's, um, the protein I use um, um, on it, not on it. Uh, Jocko Willink's mm-hmm. protein company, which is um, Molk. It's called Molk M O L K. And it's, um, I don't know, it's not whey protein, but it's, it's not plant-based. Um, I would, it, it doesn't mess with my stomach. Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. But whey protein, man, like muscle milk. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't do whey protein. Dude. And I won't do soy proteins. <laughs> no, I'm not, so, I, I avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Any soy. Um, anyways, back to your yeah, show. Well, <laughs> no, it's fine. This is part of it. This is. This is absolutely... And so um, we were talking about the chickens. Yeah, we talked about the chickens, a little bit about the future of goats, gardening. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your uh, your Cooney Coonies again. So, you yeah. So I've done some decent research today on the Cooney... Uh, decent research. I did one Google search and mm-hmm. found out some cool stuff. <laughs> hey man, that's that's, um, that's yeah. fine as far as the internet goes. But this yeah, is about back a, in like 20 years ago, how much I research you I think about to that all the time. Google research. Like, first. y'all, do you remember like library? Yeah. We had an Encyclopedia like Britannica. <laughs> Yeah, we had the, like, I used to do school reports with my mom's encyclopedia set that she bought from the person that came door to door door selling it. You'd have to put down your citations. My mom still has Uh, that. My mom probably still has ours, too. I bet. I I know my mom does. I would bet money that she still has that. She's like, I'm going to pass these And the funny thing is, is how outdated is that information now? (laughs) Yeah, I think about that all the time. It blows my mind what is available at our fingertips at all times nowadays. But anyways, so my nifty Google search allow me to um, sing the praises of the Cooney Cooney pig and what I found out because it's actually kind of neat. So Cooney Cooney, we've talked about that brand or that breed, brand, breed of pigs. And again, that's K-U-N-E-K-U-N-E, which fat and round. that's what I was about to say. So Cooney translates to fat cooney cooney translates to fat and round in what language maori Maori. so they come from new zealand so yeah fat and round which is literally what they are (laughs) um i think matt mentioned once before that they have like these waddles under their chin and I say waddles mm-hmm. plural because it's like two that hang on either side. It's like a side. testicle on either side yeah, of their no. jaw. Like right where <laughs> your bow, like. right where your jowl is. Yeah. Like it just hangs directly from there. Just like little grape-sized. But nuts. here's nuts. what's <laughs> here's what's funny about the jowls that I yeah. about the I that I this. that I found out thanks to my Google search is there is literally no rhyme or reason. To which of these pigs have those jowl have the what were we calling them? Um, Even purebred paper bearing cooney cooney. You yeah. don't There's know no, if they're gonna yeah. have it or not. And if they don't have the They said the that you can breed t- two pigs that both have waddles and they will produce pigs with no waddles. You can per- you can breed two pigs that both of them well, don't have waddles and you'll produce a pig that has double waddles. <laughs> double as in four. No. There is literally no rhyme or reason right. to it, which I just think is hilarious. Which is really cool. Um, <laughs> like I have a Jack Russell and the Jack Russell Terrier Association refuses to join mm-hmm. the a- AKC because they they AKC sets the standards yep. and it causes inbreeding and all sorts yep. of shit. But the Jack Russell Terrier Association is like, nah, we're not joining you because Jack Russell Terriers are all different mm-hmm. sizes and shapes, and you know they have short legs, long legs, long hair, short hair, yeah. short snout, long snout. You know. Also, fun little fact about their name. So, they're from New Zealand. They're called Kuni Kuni, which means fat and round. In New Zealand, they are called their original name, which was Piri Piri. <laughs> um, now, we say from New Zealand. They weren't originally from New Zealand. No mammal was yeah, originally let from me, New Zealand. Yeah, I should rephrase that. Yeah. I, would, I shouldn't say from New Zealand. Um, so... I read some news that kind of put me at ease, which we've already been told that their temperament is very easy. They're very mild. They're very mellow. It said that they are fantastic with chickens, ducks, goats, cats, and dogs. 
No, I think you hit a um, home run on choosing that. I'm really breed. glad with this breed. We got um, we got these pigs from um, Samantha Trimnell, mm-hmm. and she sells. She breeds she, them. She breeds and sells um, kunikunis, and I think she's getting into goats. But if you're in the um, Kershaw County area and you're looking for a pet pig, yeah, you're looking for a meat pig. Uh, are you going to talk about the meat quality? I am. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hit they are basically known to be the perfect homesteading family pig yeah. because of their mild temperament. Even the mothers, which anybody who knows anything about pigs, Dude. if you try to go take a baby pig, that mother sow will straight up try I to I told you what my summer you. job was yeah. my Go ahead farm. and tell the listeners so what I your went summer visit, job my was. My brother lived in a, owned a hog, well, worked, I'd say. He married the farmer's daughter. Mm-hmm. They lived there, and he was working the the hog farm in Iowa. And we went up to visit, and my job would be to – so he would jump in the pen and distract the sow mm-hmm. away from the ba- the piglets. Yeah. My job was to jump in and grab as many piglets as I could and get the hell out of there before the sow realized what was mm-hmm. going on and came back and killed me. Yeah. <laughs> So they were the cool mean. thing about Cooney Coonies is they will not do that. You can interact and handle the babies from the day that they're born up until fully weaned. And that mom is going to be totally okay with it. That's how mild mannered they are. Um, so it's just a really great homesteading pig. It's a great family pig. People, Some people keep them for pets. Some people keep them for meat. They're trying to get them changed um, over to pet status. They are, so yes. it would be illegal to butcher them. Um, but the right. thing about the meat is that um, the pork that they produce could be described as it's succulent. Yeah. It yeah. is marbled like meat. The, the that is Kobe beef. Yeah. It's marbled meat that's actually also surrounded by a layer of fat. It's so dark. it's keeping it's like in all the juiciness. Mostly dark meat. As um, they're slower to mature, but it's basically worth the wait yeah. Yeah. is kind of the consensus I'm on that. I'm really excited about, about finishing them on some acorns or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's why I want to clear most of the, the – um, Pines and let them oaks grow, yeah. man. So, so the other oh, cool thing, and that's a, that's a big thing about these pigs too, is that they're um, yeah. Talking grazing. about talking about finishing on acorns, these are grazing pigs. They don't require a lot of supplementary grains. No. So not only is that easier, it's cost effective too. And they don't try to break out constantly. Um, you can feed them on pasture year round. Um, it's actually – some people recommend um, that you just give them the grain only in their growing years and yeah. then stop. We do a 50-50 um, mix We right do a now. 50-50 mix right now of, of, 16% of corn and 16% hog pellet feed. hog feed. And they just eat basic hog feed, what mm-hmm. you would give a the, pot-bellied pig or whatever. The corn is like candy to them. Yeah. They'll, they'll pick all the corn yeah, out of their food. they love that and corn. And we won't give them any more corn until their, their bowl is empty. Mm-hmm. Then we'll give them some. What we will um, be switching to probably is a mix of um, the 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 protein pellets, the corn, and some sweet feed. Yes. Um, So what I really want to check out, and I think I'm talking about the death of your pigs here. (laughs) But um, all right. So everybody, there's this ibicone, this fancy acorn finished pork that's supposedly the best pork on the planet. Mm Hear me out. Pecan finished pork. Mm. I think. I would like that. You don't think that'd be too sweet? I think I that's what I would shit. like about <laughs> it. Delicious. Think about all like the maple bacon that people yeah. do and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I would love to do I have heard one of people- acorn, one pecan finished, and, and yeah, taste the see. difference. Maybe. That would be cool. These the two we have are two sows and their sisters. They're and best they're like, friends. They're attached at the hip. Mm-hmm. They I've sleep. never seen them more than a couple feet from each no. other yeah. unless we're mm-hmm. harassing yeah. them. One has waddles. The other one does not. Right. Um, and I just – tonight, I opened the pen door and just left it open. So, I want to let them – they immediately went to the grass, started eating Now grass. that you say that, I'm wondering if we should go check on them. They're probably back in there. We should wrap this up and we put a little, Well, we put a little doghouse up. Like, 
they sleep They're in the dollhouse. In there asleep. Yeah. I hope, probably, but yeah. Um, yeah. So full grown, they weigh between two hundred and four hundred pounds, and they are anywhere from twenty four to thirty six inches tall. And we would say the males. The males are three hundred are three hundred yeah, plus, easy. and I would say probably <laughs> the females closer are to forty two inches tall. Yeah. Um, which you know, for reference, is about the typical female, and that's about to your knee. Um, I would say that the takeaway here is this is an awesome breed. I'm really excited to see Mm -hmm. the potential. They are so ridiculously low maintenance. If you're going to kill them and cook them whole, it would be a pain to get the hair off because they have long hair. Um, You would probably have to burn the hair off and then scrape it. You definitely would. Um, You might even have to skin them, um, which would be really tough. I don't know, man. Skin and pig ain't bad. It's really not that tough. It's just getting through that hair. That hair doesn't yeah. yeah. That's the also but. very defining characteristic about this breed. They are Unlike free. Potbelly or whatever, yeah. they are covered in hair. Like a guinea pig. I said, unlike a Potbelly. Oh, unlike. Yeah. They are covered in hair. Yeah. Um, it's like a guinea pig. They, it, they're yeah. ginger. They're redhead. They yeah. come in a variety of colors. Yeah. Um, the one female, the one know. we have has a couple black spots on her. Yeah. Um, I love how there's really no. It's not a very defined breed. Yes, it makes them way more healthy. And the ones we got are not uh, papered. Mm -hmm. Like there's no papers. Yeah, they're not like registered. But you can Um, look at them, and those are Kuna Kuni. Yes. Um, And Sam does a good job of taking care of them before you pick them up. She'll hold them until they're weaned and wormed. And quite frankly, even if they weren't purebred Kuni Kuni, who cares? Who cares? They're mostly cooney cooney, even if they're yeah. not full red cooney. Mutt cooney. dogs are the healthiest mutts, yeah. the healthiest dogs. We just wanted yeah. pigs. We, you know, and this was the breed that Nine, y'all scored. We Big came time. across, I mean, those are, yeah. and, and that's that's price, a local and... Kershaw County um, source mm-hmm. that you can get. And she has, I think, three males left. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was cool too reading about it. Like this all started from like two cooney cooney that yeah. were brought out of literally. New yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, where are they yeah. from originally, though? I think the Spain. S- no, I think, think of Europe somewhere. Down. Somewhere in Europe, obviously, um, but yeah, that's where our pigs came from. Yeah. Spain, I believe. Our, our horses came from Spain. Horses came from Spain. Um, pigs probably came from France. Those from French Europeans, pigs. In Europe. yeah. <laughs> um, Ultimately, yeah. though, it's exciting. We've got um, good things continuing to come. Yeah. Um, I was. I do have one more. Of my homestead updates. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the other night when I uh, came home slightly inebriated from a celebration, I was laying there on the couch and uh, we heard the kitten screech. Oh, no. Like, oh, man. What happened out on the porch? Yeah. So we get up and we run over to the door and there's just blood <gasps> everywhere on the porch. I'm like, well, something got up here and just... I'm talking like not like drops. Yeah. Obliterated like, the kitten. Yeah, it looked wow. like an explosion. Oh no! So I go run over to the safe, grab my shotgun, and I run out there. She's out there with me. She's holding the flashlight, and we're looking around. And I found the kitten, and it's fine. What? Totally fine. Totally fine. I'm like, well, I know this kitten didn't just tear up something. Right. I'm looking around. I look out the window, and we call him Marmalade. He's a little white and orange cat that has been hanging around the neighborhood for a while and we look down and it's not it's not blood he was spraying all over the place and he scared off the, the other <laughs> oh cat oh my gosh <laughs> and it was red no no it just, no, it was just that's wet. where oh you were, just saw wet and it was like, i oh, got shit. you i was like what's wrong with your cat <laughs> Ooh, gross <laughs> you got cat jizz all over all oh my, my gosh <laughs> he's like this is my porch yeah <laughs> it's just wow it was a that's why ours are spayed and neutered. One hundred percent. Except for Gracie. Except for Gracie. We have one dog that is not fixed, and all the rest of them are fixed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then this morning, I got up and I made my morning breakfast burrito, mm-hmm. and I went out to check on the uh, the pork that I was smoking last night, and uh, the local neighborhood dogs came up freaking out like they're never this excited. Even the one that's half coyote came up and he's like, come on, come on. The, these dogs were clearly saying, come on, there's something in the yard. Let's go, yeah. let's go. Right. So they led me over to one of our sheds. I'm looking around. They're sniffing all over the place. I'm like, there's, there's got to be something in the shed. So I'm looking in the shed and then I hear from out in the woods. Uh-huh. I must have had a hell of a flock of turkey. 
I saw. Ta- you just reminded me when you said turkey. Um, how long ago was that? Uh, last week. It was last week. Yeah. I was sitting at home, um, sitting at the kitchen table, and I look out the window, and there go probably about three or four. Mm-hmm. Just strolling through the front yard, yep. and Matt was at work, and I, te- I texted him, and I was like, "Some turkeys just came cruising through the front yard," and he was like, "Go get the shotgun!" <laughs> and I was like, "They're gone now. <laughs> You'll have to sit out here tomorrow at the that's, same time." That's even one um, I don't typically mess with because that is that is federal, that's a federal federal time. <laughs> Ducks and turkey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the turkey was supposed to be our national bird mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not native to here, but it thrived once it was here. Ben Franklin fought like hell yep. to get the turkey to be our national bird, yeah. but everybody else overrid him and said the eagle. And then listening to, uh, I've been listening to a lot of meteor podcasts, Stephen mm-hmm. Rilla's show, amazing show. Yeah, uh, I did not realize how bad the turkey situation had gotten here in in. America, like South Carolina, was one of the last bastions where turkey existed. Missouri, well, you have the Grand Slam of turkey Mm -hmm. hunting, right? And usually, there's there's four different breeds. Yep. Um, but you have usually like Florida, Missouri, um, and Texas, and I don't know where the fourth is. I think it's out west somewhere. Mexico. It's Mexico. There's the Gould's turkey down in Mexico. Well, then it would be New Mexico or Arizona, yeah. I think. But, but um, Missouri is huge on turkey, mm-hmm. turkey hunt. Everybody who deer hunts also turkey hunts. Yeah. And it's it's either turkey or deer, period. Like you're hunting turkey, and then you're hunting deer, and then you hunt turkey. I think that's the one thing we don't understand, like living down here in South Carolina where there's turkey everywhere, is that – Turkey were almost wiped out, like completely. We mm. we rebuilt the National Wild Turkey Foundation. I always yeah. figured it was just a good old boy organization. No, it's amazing. No, they brought turkeys back. They're like the, the Rocky Mountain Elk yeah. uh, Foundation. Yeah. Um, um, super cool. It, and it's you know a philanthropic mm-hmm. organization. That's not a no. Fa- it's just a bunch well, of guys plus, that wanted turkeys. Also, for the future, you know, I mean. like the hunters. Yeah. Are uh, conservationists. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who gets a hunting license, most of that money goes towards conservation, yeah. um, wildlife and that, conservation, especially with like the the African hunts too. Like, yes, you go over there, you pay ten, twenty thousand dollars for a chance at one of these animals. <laughs> that is the only reason those animals still exist. Africa would Africa I mean. would not be here. It would be a desert from one end to the other yeah. if it wasn't for hunters, yeah, um, and oil, yeah. and gold, but and um, and yeah, you know, various other things. <laughs> we'll say wildlife wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, when somebody pays, would, African elephants would not exist anymore. No, and rhinos mm-hmm. and, and lions, lions, and, and probably not the water buffalo. They do just fine. But, but still, the, yeah. the meat you're not allowed to bring the meat out of that continent. Mm-hmm. No, People that don't realize there, that. And that feeds it feeds the tribes. Yeah. Like when, and usually it's an elephant that is has gone rogue yeah. and that is destroying crops yeah. and killing people. And so a hunter will pay money twenty grand to go yeah. hunt this elephant put it down and then feed the local tribe for probably a further a death year and starvation yeah I mean, it's that's what a lot of people i mean yes it's horrible that an elephant get killed it's it's horrible that a dog has to be put down right but sometimes it's necessary yeah you know just like ducky was walking around i just didn't want I mean, you didn't to want see to kill that no but i mean it's if she's walking around injured and in pain there's i'm not going to I can't pay for a vet to fix a chicken when I could buy probably two dozen more chickens to replace her. The same thing with when we thought the the rooster had bumblefoot real bad. Right. I was ready to take care of that for you. Yeah, like it's got to go. Yeah. Uh, You know, obviously, Caitlin, she's like, I don't care if it has bumblefoot. We're going to deal with it. But we're going to treat it. I was like, we're going to. We're gonna fix the bumblefoot, which I've researched, and, and she wanted to give it a shot. And it's, um, it's semi dangerous, though, if you're yeah. gonna do it yourself. It's, it mean, can be that, yeah. that can transmit. I mean, it's a yeah, oh infection. yeah, it's a staph it's, infection. It yeah. can 100 percent transmit, and it's it's nasty. Um, I've done it on, on one of our hens, had it, and I cut it out, and yeah. I ended up just killing her because really? it was too much. I, I, it's a lot of stress on the hens. Yeah. She'll probably yeah. stop laying, and She'll she can spread it to yeah. every other. Oh, yeah. you can wipe out your flock. The best thing yeah. to do is just put her down and move on. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a chicken, so a lot of people are like, man, fuck that chicken, you know. But 
You raised it from a chick, yeah. Yeah. and you are attached to it. Just like these these pigs, we are going to have some attachment to them, um, but we have to always keep in mind that they're here to feed us. Yeah. That's what this lifestyle is. Yeah. That's what homesteading is. Um, we, we can turn we, it into like a nice football for you or something. <laughs> <laughs> a hairy football? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so we haven't named them. We're not naming them. We're not... You know, out there, we're not out there up playing with them with and them. playing and yeah. nothing. Like I let them out of the pen today because I just want to see what happens if they go back or if we have to like chase them back. You know, or if we just lost four hundred dollars, we'll see. <laughs> well, that's another thing. A cooney cooney pig. If you buy it with like with papers, papers and and it's we've a talked thousand dollar pig, we've like talked about them before. Yeah, yeah, it could be up to a thousand. A registered or more. pig, like a good registered pig with papers, a well-established bloodline, et cetera, et cetera, mm. is probably going to run you around eight hundred to a thousand. Yeah. So um, hit. Um, I would say I'm not going to. Um, I don't know if I want to promote this on the Facebook page to hit up Sam Trimnell or if. I mean, you've no, given no, her a no, shout out. For sure. They I think that name. it'd be cool if, if everyone. I just don't want, like. Uh, wouldn't it be cool? Kershaw County becoming the Cooney Cooney capital of America. Hilarious. So cool. like, and she's the one who, like, started it. I yeah. don't know anybody else. I, I've, I've never heard of that breed Cooney, of pig. Cooney, Cooney well, I mean, yeah. the same thing we were talking anybody. about. It was one dude that brought yeah. up a breeding pair out of New Zealand. I mean, yeah. there weren't Cooney Cooney here before that guy right. did it. And. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Take us out, Kate. Um, thanks for joining me. I don't have a send off yet because my last send off got mocked. So mocked. I'll have to come up with a good one. But you've got an amazing song. Oh gosh, that Mike hates. Hit it, Mike. Um, <laughs> that should be your send off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll come up with something when I have a little more brain power behind me. Um, get your plants in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if anybody's planning a garden, I'm sure people who are doing gardens have already started. Um, what are y'all planting? Yeah. Call in um, shows. Call in, call in, ask us a Do question, a leave us a comment. No. Go to anchor.fm slash Swamp Fox Network and in your in your recording specify a half-assed homesteading question or a vote map podcast question. Yeah. And, uh, I'll direct it to the. Uh, what do we need city? on our homestead, y'all? Like, mm-hmm. what should we delve well, it's not into like we're a little fucking deeper? Listen to some random people to put on our property. This hey, is my man. podcast, and I well, will listen to you. I'm telling you, I'm the one doing the fucking labor. Oh, so. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm going to do it just because they suggest it, but I will take suggestions. What are you going on your own half ass podcast? How about that? I think it'd be cool if you have anything uh, particularly uh, unique, yeah. or strange, or if you've had luck. Getting something to grow that typically doesn't grow down here. Yeah, what are your gardening tips mm-hmm. and tricks? I would Dude, love them. Corn. Let's it. talk about corn. At it's, some point. Somebody, is. if you're successful at growing corn, please let me know. If you have a a plant, any plant, I don't care what it is, that you have routinely grown from seed, save seed, year after year after year, mm. here in Kershaw County, I will come pay stupid amounts of money for it. Yeah, for real. I've not had a lot of luck down here. Um, tomatoes, man, heirloom tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. some big some one. Kershaw County tomatoes. I'm down. I know that Puckerbutt lives right down the road, mm-hmm. um, and he the peppers grow wild. You can grow peppers like crazy yeah, here. Yeah. Um, They'll damn near overwinter down here yeah. sometimes. I mean, yeah, uh, collard greens grow yeah. awesome here. Mustard greens, all that. Um, <clears throat> but if you have something that's hard to grow here, but you've had great success, let us know. Like, share, subscribe, especially share. Um, we are growing. Yeah, we're we growing grow but faster. Man, I would love for more people in Kershaw County, especially in South Carolina, in more general terms, to listen to this podcast. Um, hit the beautiful fiance up on Facebook. Caitlin, what's your name on Facebook? Do you K- want to give your full name? Caitlin? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Caitlin Jones. And on Instagram, it's Lady Dot Hutch. Lady Hutch. Because we are Lord and Lady, mm-hmm. we? and we made officially. That we are officially. Like, we are literally real. an actual legally, stat, legally <laughs> Lord I, and Lady Hutchison. Lord and Lady Hutchison. Um, yeah, yeah. Lady Hutch on Instagram, um, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, all of it. We love you for supporting us. 
by listening. Specifically Apple listeners, uh, we would really appreciate some rates and reviews over there. Yeah. Um, None of us are Apple users, so we don't have Yeah, Apple I don't accounts. even know what's going on on the Apple side, so <laughs> let me know. <laughs> uh, we're actually adults and we use... Stop. <laughs> oh. uh, anyways, thank y'all for joining us and listening. And um, till next time. It's weird because I want like something to happen to be able to talk about it, but let's hope nothing horrific happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, the locusts. We can um, talk about the locusts that are going to be coming out this year. Well, we'll save it for the next show. The, the cicadas. cicadas. Not locusts. Not cicadas. Locusts. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Maybe. The, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, fuck it. It could be locusts and the four well, horsemen. Who knows <laughs> what's going to happen? Um, but anyways, y'all, thanks. Have a fantastic night. Thanks, guys. Thank y'all. Bye-bye. Baby, what do you say we just get lost? Leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause. I've got people in Boston, ain't your daddy still in Des Moines? We can pack up tomorrow, tonight let's flip a Hey,